Live from Simi Valley, it's the LAW Twilight Zone Review. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Bordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LA W. The Twilight in Review, episode 72, right? 72, that's right. Today, we've never done this before in this show before. I was listening back to Frank and I discussing the Mighty Casey murder story, which Frank read from directly from the uh, Simi Valley Acorn, which is the greatest newspaper I've ever seen in my life. And we discussed that we should make it a, a, a thing in the show, a segment on the show. And then we would read from the this acorn, from this fucking website. I assume it used to be a magazine. Maybe it still is. I don't know. Can't imagine they're that popular. Anyway, I was listening to it just now, and I was like, you know what? Going to do it. Went right to my computer and looked up articles. And it took me, I don't know, all of five minutes to find. I, I came up with five articles that look really stupid. And I think they really sum up what the acorn is, which is kind of just a real life version of the onion. And it, it's just so it's it's ridiculous. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off here uh, with the first one. This one is from September twenty second, twenty seventeen, about three months ago, not that long ago. It's called negativity is positively bad. <laughs> the laughing wasn't in there. That's just me doing a, a, a stupid fake laugh. Anyway, it says Family Man, September 22nd, 2017, by Michael Picarella. Picarella, I don't know, he looks white. Has his picture, uh, this, this writer. I don't know if this is a news article or if this is an opinion article. I guess we'll find out here. It just looked like the most poorly written fucking 14-year-old, like, like uh, the journal of a 14-year-old trying to discover herself, not sexually, but like, to stop going sexually, it's weird. But like, as a person, and like, trying to understand things and anyway the guy's picture he's kind of looking he's facing his left shoulders further away so he's got his right shoulder toward the camera but he's looking to his right looking right at the camera doing the kind of like a eh, what do you expect from me he's wearing a fucking bowler hat i fucking hate this guy just looking at him it looks like a stock photo but at the same time it also looks like a goddamn selfie because nobody could stand to be around this fucking guy for that long i'm sorry if my negativity is positively bad for you michael but anyway um, I might read all of it. I'm not sure. We'll see how this goes. I'm just going to start going through these. Again, I have five articles. I'll try to go through these as quickly as possible. Uh, article starts. We got home from work and school, sat down for dinner, and we each had our own negative things to complain about. This is a stupid, and, and that's stupid, stupid job, stupid class, stupid, stupid, stupid. After an ellipsis there. I forgot to read the ellipses. But complaining is supposed to be healthy, or so they say. It's the release of frustration that was otherwise bottled up and released in more negative ways. So our wife, our 14-year-old son... Oh, what? I seriously didn't read this ahead of time. I, I think his 14-year-old son wrote this. That would make sense. And, and I were safe letting it pour out at the dinner table because we weren't putting up anyone else. Putting it upon anyone else. Sorry. I didn't mean to stifle your, or your stamp on your, your, your writing there, Michael. I know you're, you're a great writer. Or were, were we just cultivating more energy? Oh, my God. I can't even read. Uh, or we were we just cultivating, got it, more negativity that eventually seep out when we least expected it. 
We used to be such positive people. In fact, my wife's closest friend, who thinks the world's full of problems, or was always annoyed with us because we were so positive. Finally, she told us, we got we have quotations in here. We're finally getting to hear from the friend. She told us, you're realizing there's so much to complain about. She was right. There really is a lot of stupid stuff out there. This is no way to live. It's in, it's in italics for some reason. I thought back to myself after dumping my baggage on my family, finally a particularly rough day at work. Now they're going to give her a bad day right back. In fact, I was annoyed with their annoyances. One, one thing after another after another. We, need, we managed, oh my God, we needed to make a change in our lives. And I suggested we start right then and there. My wife agreed. But I need to unload, our son said. Uh, by recognizing problems, only then can we come up with solutions. If we look at positives, we're kind of ignoring what's wrong. There's no fucking way a 14-year-old said that. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, maybe a 14-year-old girl... A 14-year-old boy would not have looked up from his fucking tablet, wouldn't have put on his goddamn game, he wouldn't have done anything, he would have went off to his room and masturbated or spent a three-and-a-half-hour shower discovering himself. There's no fucking way in hell this 14-year-old boy wrote that or said that out loud to his father. No 14-year-old talks like that. If so, you're going to have problems. Your 14-year-old's fucked up. He shouldn't be speaking like this. He's going to be goddamn weird by the time he's a grown-up. Anyway, you know how I talk about when we're kids. But I need to unload, Father. You know that the human brain can only handle so much negativity before it has to release. It's kind of a pressurized system. It's more like being carbonated soda where you shake it up. It's got to, it's got to release itself somewhere. I'm going to explode if I do not, Father. Uh, he, he wrote then, who, who was this kid? I didn't know, but he was making a lot of sense. Yet he wasn't coming up with any solutions. If you're looking to your 14-year-old for solutions, you're a fucking idiot. You don't know how to parent, you sad fuck. Fuck you, Michael. No, I said. I think from now on, if we're going to complain about our day, we're going to have an action in mind to fix it. No more complaints without resolutions. That's rule number one. Starts off with a quote and doesn't end with a quote. Or does it continue? No, it, it continues next. Rule number two with a quote at the beginning of it. There's no quotation at the end of the last sentence. Anyway, uh, this is a writer. Uh, rule number rule number two, I continued. No more this stup- This is stupid and that's stupid. That kind of attitude is stupid. And rule number three, quotation is... Each night, when we're at our dinner table discussing our day, we're going to bring up something that excites us. Are you guys up for the challenge? <laughs> I love my family. We sure aren't fucking weird and friendless. No way. This activity seemed like something my mom would have come up with when I was a kid. At the time, I, I would have thought it was stupid. In the current moment, uh, however, I, I knew it was brilliant. Because I'm a brilliant man in a brilliant hat doing a brilliant selfie for my goddamn news article on the Simi Valley acorn. I'm a real writer. Yeah. Come on, family. Who talks like fucking robots? The only one who really seemed excited about it was our pet Beagle, who sat under the table, tail wagging, hopeful that our son would drop a scrap of food from his plate. He was hopeful for good reason. He knew it would happen. It did. And then our pet was thankful. I don't give a shit about your fucking dog. What are you doing, you asshole? You, you stopped your story in, in screeching halt, slamming the brakes to talk about your goddamn dog and his fucking how he got fed? Uh, this is like a fucking. Leave it the beaver seat. What the fuck are you doing? It's so goddamn wholesome at your house. You, you're a goddamn weirdo. What the fuck? I can't. Uh, so who wants to go first? I asked my family. We were all quiet. Then my wife and, and I looked at our son, who was just like that. We nominated to kick off all the positivity experiment. What? And I can't think of anything teleworthy that happened the day he finally said, "There's no way. There's no way. Your fucking fourteen-year-old son said the word tellworthy." The, the hyphenated word tellworthy. Nobody below the age of 65, other than you, Michael, would use the word tellworthy. You fucking liar. You sack of lying shit. I thought I was going to just make fun of your writing, but this is the most lying piece of shit article I've ever seen in my life. 
Well, this is like a politician. Like, I was on the steps of Flint, Michigan, when the mother came up to me and told me that her son died in, in a terrible drive-by, and I held her tight, and I said, I love you, ma'am. That's all you really need is a politician's love and a, and a promise to clean up this fair city and pollute our water even more. There's no fucking way this happened. Anyway, well, I responded, then I'll go. I'll start by saying our dog is always happy, and that's neat. This is the most boring fucking man alive. Holy shit. Believe it or not, I'd actually open the floodgates with that pearl of positivity. He is so, he's this gleaming with his own ego. He, he's such a genius to come up with this. Let's not be shitty people is really the plan here. And he's just marveling in the fact that he came up with this brilliant idea. Anyway, uh, where the fuck was I? My optimism was contagious. I'm a superhero. I added that last part. That's basically what he's getting to. And my wife and kid began bringing up things that made them smile during their day. My wife told me that her shoes were comfortable. Oh God, this is again, 1950s. She also said she loves cleaning up after me and that she doesn't want to get a job because I'm the man of the house. Oh, my God. Anyway, so she told me that her shoes are comfortable. Our son said he really enjoyed breathing air. What? What? You built your fucking son. This son is a goddamn robot. <laughs> I enjoy breathing air. I'm not a serial killer. Good luck sleeping tonight, parents. Thinking about me in the other room. I could just slip right in your room. You'll never even hear me. I wear those slippers that you got me that I didn't really care for. But you know what? They're great murdering slippers. You can slip right in there. You won't even hear the floorboards creak. I'm so soft. I'm so light. I'm a child. I'm only 14. Once I'm done jerking off in the bathroom and thinking about my positivity and feeding the dog, I'm going to slip in there and slit your fucking throats. Anyway, but each new positive thing got more and more serious and it snowballed. There's no way this family snowballed. This wife, this this couple. Anyway, we were so caught up with the positivity in our day that we didn't pick up what our dog was doing. Oh my, again to the dog! What are you doing? He clearly wanted a belly rub and got mad when we didn't see him on his back, conveniently right in front of us. Belly fully exposed and ready for us to pet. This is getting erotic. He got up and turned his back on us. He was pouting. If he could talk, he might have even complained. <laughs> oh, the dog's just like them. He thinks he's people. <laughs> oh, burn your fucking house down with your family inside. With you in it as well. You're part of your family. Now, you wouldn't want to read what we eventually noticed the dog. What? Now, you wouldn't. Now you probably wouldn't want to read that we eventually noticed the dog, that we rubbed his belly, and... Okay. Okay. Let's stop right there. Y you probably wouldn't want to read, but you fucking wrote it to your audience who's reading this. I hate this sack of shit. I'm going to keep calling him that because that's what he is. If, if you don't think I'm... If you, not only do you think I'm not going to want to read that, you think I'm going to hate reading it. You probably wouldn't want to read that. And then you fucking wrote it anyway. Anyway, so now that you know that you probably want to read that, that we eventually noticed the dog, rubbed his belly, and our positive experiment kept being a success. And you wouldn't want to read, again, he says this again, and you wouldn't want to read that everything was great and we all live happily ever after with such ease. What? What? How long ago was this article written? You can't, you can't say you were, you lived happily ever after, and this happened last week. What the fuck are you doing? What? I, I, I'm so confused. It's like if I wrote in my diary at the end of every day, I wrote like, well, today I, I, I you know, I closed a new account. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a stockbroker. Uh, I closed a new account with the Johnson family, and then uh, yeah, I live happily after, happily ever after. <laughs> uh, Next day, Tuesday, I, uh, I, I shat myself on the way to work laughing so hard at the radio, and uh, then I live happily, happily ever after. <laughs> you, don't, you don't end your article like that. It's, you're not writing a goddamn novel. You're not writing a fucking fairy tale. What are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know if I'm going to get to the other four articles. This guy's amazing. I kind of want to just look up his articles and rip this fucking guy apart. Anyway, 
Uh, no, you're hoping for a more exciting climax before the happy ending. Oh, God, this is getting erotic. Like our dog. Ugh, ugh, don't fucking happy end your dog. Like our dog's annoyance leading up to our being annoyed, which we then pass on to someone else. And the vicious circle of negativity going round and round, causing our community to crumble, the state to explode. What? You're going to... Is this guy threatening to blow up the state? What the fuck? The country to fall apart and global warming to accelerate, right? Do you think negativity would make global warming speed up to accelerate? It's not like uh, CO2 emissions. It's not, it's not anything like that. It's not, it has nothing to do with cars and factories and shit and all the smoke. It has nothing to do with that. Just rampant disregard for environment. You think it's just because you... you stepped in some shit on the way to work and then you complained about it to your wife and probably hit her? You think that's what's causing global warming to speed up? Well, that didn't happen because obviously it didn't fucking happen, you asshole. Our positivity did keep going positively with such ease and everything was great and we all, we all did live happily ever after. That really happened, I know. Hyphen, stupid. I hate this guy. I hate this fucking guy. Go to michaelpicarella.com. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-P-I-C-A-R-E-L-L-A.com. You can also send the same last name at gmail.com and read his book, Everything Ever After. I fucking hate you. I hate you, you sack of shit. God, you're such a piece of shit. Uh, there's so many things. So many things in that that really drove me fucking nuts. I really didn't see myself getting mad in this episode. I thought it was going to be me making fun of this fucking acorn newspaper. And then here we are. Here I am screaming again in another Twilight Zone episode. What the fuck? You, you set it up like a fairy tale story. You can't live happily ever after. This happened a few months ago at most. You, you, can't, you can't say I don't want to read something and then describe it twice and then say again I don't want to fucking read it and then describe it some fucking more. Can't fucking do that. Anyway, Michael, uh, stop. Just, just stop doing this shit. I, I hope you stop and, I don't know, maybe shot yourself. Anyway, so the next article, I don't know how funny this one's going to be. Because it's just titled, it's from May 28th, 2004. Youth pleads not guilty in mom's murder. Not a very exciting headline by Saria Croft. S-A-R-I-A Craft. Craft, sorry. At craft at theacorn.com. <laughs> the reason I brought this one up, I don't know what it says. I just noticed the layout of the, of the article where it's one sentence and then a fucking huge section between the next one. It reads like bullet points, like, a, like almost like a script. It's set, every single sentence is separated by uh, two inches of just non of nothing. So it reads: The Simi Valley teenager accused of stabbing his mother to death entered a plea of not guilty last week in Ventura County Superior Court. Large space later, Jason Lee Amico, Jason Leon Amico, excuse me, fifteen, have been charged with one count of murder plus enhancements for personal use of a knife and lying in wait. Large section later, and then so enhancements plus enhancements. It sounds like a good thing. Who, who enhances bad things? It's weird. Enhancements means you make things better. He, he got he, one count of murder, plus he also got a special bonus prize. What do you win? Like, you won a life sentence. What the fuck? What are you doing? That's such a strange way to write that. Oh, again, next paragraph, which is way down the page. Although the Royal High School student is being tried as an adult, he will not be eligible for the death penalty because of his age, officials said. A large paragraph later. Uh, the, planning of a new, the planning of the crime was a factor in our decision to charge him as an adult, Senior Deputy District Attorney Stacy Ratner said following the teen's initial court appearance. There's like three quotes in this. Is this the only quote? No, there's not even three quotes. This is the only quote. 
This is such a poorly written, it's, it reads like a beat sheet, like if you're going to plan out a book, like I've written some of these before. When I do my American, sometimes I write little beat points and I kind of improvise the rest of it. And this is the beat points without the improvised article around it. So it's just like, this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened, the end. You can't write an article like that. This isn't writing. Anyway, uh, but Ratner, not Brett Ratner, the, the, the shitty director, but Ratner added that enhancement charges may carry life in prison without the possibility of parole. So he's going to win a life sentence, folks. That's what he won. I can't believe it. He's going to win that due to his enhancements with his murder. <laughs> what the fuck? Ventura, paragraph later, Ventura County... Oh, my God, this fucking title is way too long. Ventura County Superior Court Judge Roland Purnell scheduled a preliminary hearing for July, 4, July 14th. Deputy Public Defender Randy Tucker. Oh, my God, this is the most white trash name I've ever fucking read in my life. Randy Tucker. Uh, fuck Tucker. Tucker sucks. Uh, to quote George Carlin. And Randy, holy shit, you're a pedophile. And regardless. Uh, has been assigned to represent Amico. Large paragraph later. The boy remains in custody without bail at Ventura County Juvenile Hall. Large paragraph later. Uh... Rihanna, I don't know, R-E-I-N-A, Rihanna, Ryan, whatever, Amico, 41, was attacked on May 1st during a family gathering at her home at 1600 block of Blackwell Drive. The mother of two was stabbed multiple times in the chest and died the afternoon in Simi Valley, Hosp Valley Hospital, official said. It's just, it's just sad. I don't really want to make fun of her. She's dead. Again, this kid's a sack of shit as well. I would rather he have killed that guy from the last article, Michael. That would have been, that would have been a good call. Could have you know, still had this article, and then his death would... That would have prevented this article from being whatever. Uh, the victim's son fled the scene and was arrested later in the evening at the family's member family member's home in Van Nuys. It, it's weird that you're calling him the victim's son when you, you already said his name and that he's getting sentenced for murder. It's weird to just talk about him so passively at this point. During the investigation of the crime scene, uh, detectives re recovered a knife that was believed to be the murder weapon. Is it an enhanced knife? Is it a tactical SWAT team knife? Or I don't know SWAT teams use knives, but you know what I mean? Like a fucking army knife? Is it a fucking... How do you enhance it? Did he use it as a bayonet? Did he fucking duct tape it to a gun barrel? I don't, I don't know what the fuck this kid did to make it so enhanced. Anyway, during the investigation, uh, I already said that. Uh, yeah, so Amika was charged May 4th, the same day as his mother was laid to rest. Wow, that's quick. That's, that's good. Uh, Reno Amiko was met, remembered as a spiritual woman who regularly attended Sabbath services with her family. I read that in my head at first as who regularly stabbed each other. <laughs> this is ironic. Uh, again, not making fun of her, just that's what I read at first. The victim was survived by her husband, a young daughter, and both parents, officials said. All of them sadly disappointed that their sack of shit son murdered their mother. Uh, th that doesn't say that, but I'm going to go ahead and add that. Um, not a terrible, not a terrible article. Not really an article, though. It's just a bunch of fucking nonsense, and it's written in, in the most very st the strangest spacing I've ever seen in my fucking life. And uh, yeah, you're you're terrible. You're terrible writer. You're terrible at spacing. Your uh, your template needs some working with. Uh, the next article is called "City on the Lookout." City on lookout for unsightly properties. Of Voluntary compliance is the goal by Melissa Simon, uh, October 20th, 2017. Melissa at the acorn.com. She's the only Melissa that works there. There's a picture of some garbage in the front yard that they took of some shamed neighbor, which I'm all fine with. I, I want to bring back shaming. We need that back in our society. Our country could use some of that. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole fucking thing. It's way too long. I just... Uh, uh, now that the state's water shortage has erased, has eased, excuse me, city officials have begun stepping up code enforcement 
efforts, oh my God, have stepping up code enforcement efforts aimed at improving landscaping throughout Simi Valley. The city also wants to prevent trash and debris accumulation in the city. In and for some reason, only this paragraph in the entire article is spaced, or uh, what do they call that when you put the... Uh, Hit the, hit the tab at the beginning of the, sen uh, the paragraph. Some goddamn reason my brain is fucking fried right now. I can't think of what the hell it's called. Anyway, it's the only paragraph in this entire article that's like that. In June, the city council repealed the Ventura County Waterworks District Number 8 resolution. Oh, my God, it's fucking clumsy. Uh, that required residents to uh, limit irrigation to three days per week in the summer and two days, in, two days a week in the winter. I, I scream too because it's the only word in the article that's bold. It, just the word two. It's not a link. I tried it. It's just bold for no goddamn reason. With the restriction lifted, District Number Eight customers, which comprise about sixty percent of Simi Valley and commercial property owners, are now on voluntary conversion program. With those requirements uh, rescinded, let's see, where, am I on the right paragraph? Yeah. With those requirements rescinded, officials are resuming proactive enforcement for residential and commercial properties regarding the maintenance and uh, blah, blah, blah. holy fucking shit, this is a goddamn boring thing. If you keep reading it, I was skimming through this one earlier. This is the only one I actually like, skimmed through. It's it's the longest article I saw on their page, and it literally is just like, please clean up. Uh, like literally, in a quote here, he's quoting Shannon Foreman. This this town wants every yard to be pretty and green. Well, not everybody has the money to change the landscaping on a constant basis. Okay, Foreman wrote, as long as the yard is not overgrown, then what's the problem? Uh, again, it's I, I understand what you're doing. They're, they're fucking, but if a resident doesn't comply despite warnings from the city, they can be fined starting at $100 per violation per day. I, imagine if you didn't clean up for a week and you had five violations. I don't want to do the fucking math on that, but holy goddamn shit, that would add up. What the fuck are you doing? That is such a, a ridiculous price for that. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I think they're making it so steep that you go, fuck, it's just cheaper to go ahead and just pay someone to clean this shit up. I get it. But $100 per day? What the fuck are you doing up there? Is, is Simi Valley, Simi Valley, Simi Valley? I don't fucking care how to pronounce your shitty fucking town or your valley, whatever the fuck that is. Is it a town? Is it a city? I don't, I don't, I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know what's going on up there. Is it just full of fucking super rich people? In which case, is this really a goddamn problem? Part of this article also mentioned that, like, we've noticed, you know, some of our, uh, some of our town is getting pretty shitty here. So let's go ahead and fix this shit up. This article's goddamn boring. I don't want to read it. It just keeps going and going and going. There's uh, articles that pertain... To your super specific region, I understand that because you are a super specific regional acorn <laughs> newsletter, article, magazine, newspaper, whatever the fuck this thing is, website. I, I don't know. I get that, but make it interesting. It's so goddamn long for what it is. You could have made that very, very short. It's just, it's basically you see some news articles that are about like celebrities and they and they go and they're very short that's what you need this article to be about because you want people to not be bored the fucking tears and get the message make it very 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 short right to the point and cut out all the fat and just get to your fucking point get to your message if you really want to get that message out into the area to clean up your fucking town or it's a hundred dollars a day per fucking violation just say that what i just said right there was enough that's it we, we get it. Put it in your fucking road signs. I, I don't... Why do you even have an article? Anyway, 
Now, the next one I was thought was a little curious here because it's the most obvious fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's called. It's titled "Malls Must Adapt to Meet Char- Changing Marketplaces." I'm sorry. I, I almost have a more struggle reading slowly right now. Malls must adapt to meet changing marketplace by by editorial September eighth, twenty seventeen. That's really weird. This man was meant to work for a newspaper. His name is Editorial, no last name. That's really good. It basically means nobody wanted to take credit for this article. It's like the Alan Smithy of the film world. Nobody wanted the the wrote this and like ah shit. I don't want my fucking name on this. Take it off. Anyway, uh. And the reason I chose this is because it's so fucking obvious. Everything they say, everything they say in this, we all know without having to read an article. We know that just because we're alive in this fucking world in this goddamn country, we know what the fuck is happening. This is such a waste of space. It's just there to fill fucking space on their website. That's it. Okay, so there is no doubt the retail sector in America is going through a major transformation. With e-commerce carving up profits from brick-and-mortar stores, traditional retailers are under pressure to find new creative ways to meet the shifting preferences of consumers. This is mainly true for shopping centers, which must continually reinvent themselves to attract and engage customers. And while some mail... Some malls, excuse me. While some malls in neighboring cities are doing well, the Simi Valley is about to lose one of its most valuable tenants. Have you learned anything new yet? Have you? Because if you did, you're fucking shut in. Is this just made for fucking agoraphobes? I, what the fuck is this for? We know this. Everyone knows this. Fucking children know this. They're on Amazon. They don't go into the goddamn store anymore. Go to a mall. There's no more teens fucking making out in the, in the, next to fucking Starbucks. It's just like sad, desolate. You could fucking play football in there. It feels like a fucking Mad Max is going to drive through in a dune buggy. It's so goddamn empty. Anyway... After more than 10 years of business, the Simi Apple Store is closing September 15th. It will be the first time that the technology giant has permanently shuttered one of its U.S. retail stores. A company spokesperson once told the Acorn, I almost said once told, like way back in their day, I told the Acorn. Apple was the anchor attraction and remains one of the most recognizable brands in the world. So why it failed at the town center remains a mystery. What's not a mystery is that losing an Apple store will hurt, hurt foot traffic at the mall even more. No shit. No shit. So this doesn't say... I think so far, I'm literally halfway, pretty much right through the article, and all the new information is that the Apple store is closing at the mall. That should be the title of the article, and then the article should say, the, the Apple store is closing at the mall. The title is the, is the article, is what I'm saying. That's it. Moving on. Shoot out a tweet. Acorn, shoot out a fucking tweet. Don't write an article. And obviously you don't need to write an article because nobody wanted to fucking take credit for this shit. Anyway, built in 2005, the Simi Valley Town Center continues to search for its rightful place in the community. Over the years, it has lost retailers such as Abercrombie and Fitch, Hollister, Coach and Eagle, Coach and American Eagle, excuse me, Coach and Eagle. That's a great sitcom in the 80s with the crime fighters. Uh, There's a, a football coach and then a, a bald eagle, and they would fight crime, solve mysteries, really travel the countryside in a van like Scooby-Doo or the A-Team, and just really get to the bottom of it. They would just, uh, it, it was a, every week with a different story, had some laughs, had some chuckles, had some really serious tender moments too. You really got to know the eagle. I would say, obviously, you know you're going you're gonna to get a, the coach is going to shout, and, and then the eagle's going to react because he's not working hard enough. But you really get to know the eagle throughout the first season, second season, third season. The eagle asked for too much money. They replaced him with a fucking another eagle, and it was it was really obvious. It wasn't the same eagle. He was a black eagle. He's still bald though. He looked like a Steve Harvey now. 
but he the eagle was just a fucking narcissist he the the pressure for hollywood got to his head he's a fucking coke fiend and he just fell out of hollywood and uh, the rest is history, you know? The rest is Hollywood history. The mall's two Macy's stores recently cons- consolidated into one. What? Why do you have two Macy's stores? And obviously, they're going to consolidate into one because that's two Macy's stores. Too many. Macy's is not a great store. It doesn't need to be in a mall. It's in every fucking mall I've ever been to, though. And sure as shit, don't need two of them. That was pretty obvious from the start. You should be able to figure that out. That's as pointless as this article is. You should know that from the beginning because there's two of them. It's not a fucking Starbucks. It's not a small little hole in the wall. It's a giant fucking store in the mall. Most Macy's stores take up like a whole fucking wing of it, like like fucking Wayne Manor. You, you don't need it. You don't goddamn need it. Are you going to fucking hide Belle in one side of it and she's going to watch a flower wilt? I, it doesn't need a whole wing of a mall. I don't understand. Uh, fuck Macy's, fuck Macy's. Anyway, after the 2008 recession, the town center owner tried to make the venue more than just a collection of nice stores. What? That, that's what a mall is. It was intended to be a place where families could eat, gather, and hang out. What? That's what the mall is. What? You're just describing, you're just defining what a mall is. What are you doing? You, what, eh, oh. you know, other than a nice collection of stores, we thought we'd put a place where at these stores, they could Hand over some sort of cash currency, perhaps printed on some sort of cotton or paper or something like that. And they could hand that cash for in exchange for goods. And then they could leave that store, go to other stores and purchase, I don't know, beverages, foods, perhaps some sort of pretzels, uh, a Starbucks coffee, some, something to keep them entertained. Perhaps they could, maybe they don't have to go alone. They could bring their friends and family and, and hang out at this, this shopping center. This could be a center for shopping. That's, that's right. It, it could, it could, this, this idea is really going to take off. What fucking year is this? This article's written in 2017. Holy shit, this is so antiquated. Anyway, fuck am I? Spots, spots like Studio Movie Grill and the mu- Museum of Military History. Why is that in your fucking mall? Are the kinds of attractions that draw people in. But we believe more heavy lifting is required. You don't need a museum in your fucking mall. Why the fuck is your museum in your fucking mall? Especially military history. I, there's no crossover between mall goers and military history except at four in the morning when the fucking mall walkers are around and they were in the goddamn war, so they don't want to see the fucking military history. Anyway, the, the, a family-friendly business is, such as an arcade or trampoline park could undoubtedly help. What the fuck is a trampoline park? Is that like a Jump City, whatever the fuck that place is called, with all the trampolines over the floor? That's, I never heard it called a trampoline park. That sounds like a like your fucking grandma would call it. I don't, it's so goddamn weird. It's like a fucking alien wrote this. Like it's a trampoline park. Yeah, I'm from I'm from uh, I'm from Des Moines. You know, uh, your Earth Des Moines. It's out there in uh, the Earth Iowa. You know, I'm from. Uh, I, I, I'm from Earth. I, I work my my American job. I, I go to the uh, to the warehouse factory. And we make uh, we make the warehouses down there, and then I take my kids out. And we have fun in the uh, in the grass park, and then we go out to the trampoline parks. Yep, I'm from I'm from Earth. Yep, moving on. No reason to question anything going on in my house. Strange lights, strange noises. Uh, nothing going on in there. Don't take a look. Don't take a look any deeper. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna head out to the trampoline park, jump around here, jump out of this conversation at least. <laughs> uh, I'm away, and uh, this pains me. One, one last paragraph, one last sentence. The city and the proper, oh my God, the city and the property owner work in tandem to bring out the best products into in town. But the final decision on which stores should be going to the mall rests with the landlord. We're hoping they get it right because it's obvious the shoppers are losing patience. Is that a threat? Is that a threat, Acorn? 
You can't threaten people when your name's a fucking acorn. It's not a very serious name. It's not like uh, <laughs> Joey the Acorn Mazagati. You know, the fucking ac- you know, your fucking mobster name. It's, the acorn made some requests, guys, and they're like, fuck it. Who gives a shit about the fucking acorn? I don't... I'm just going to ignore them. It's a fucking joke. Oh, the you mean the Onion's cousin? The acorn? No, thanks. I'm not going to listen. We're hoping they get it right. That is such a fucking passive-aggressive fucking request. We're hoping they get it right. Don't fuck it up this time, guys. Come on. We're losing patience. Uh, you weren't so impatient that you couldn't deal with two Macy's stores for a fucking decade plus. Who knows how long that was open. And uh, the trampoline park is killing it. And, but you're patient enough to fucking wait around in the museum of military history. Holy fucking shit. This, this town is a goddamn mess. Anyway, next article. Last article. And uh, hopefully I don't get mad during this one because that last one pissed me off as well. Anyway, this one, I, I went to the archives, looked at their archive page. That's a, that's a fucking terrible nightmare to figure out. Holy shit. This one is from October 22nd, 2004. It's called Foods for Sexual Health. Yeah, the new aphrodisiacs. Tasty treats that benefit sexual and, reprodu- sexual and reproductive drive. Yeah. Mm. You ready to get kinky with some fucking foods? And this one is also spaced very, very poorly, where each paragraph is separated by an additional paragraph of space, of just white, just nothingness, just voids. You'd have to fucking take a commuter train between these paragraphs are so fucking far apart. I hate this goddamn website. Anyway, like the fabled fountain of youth, aphrodisiacs, food, food thought to enhance sexual prowess have always belonged more to the realm of mythology than modern-day science. But as researchers continue to unlock the unique, protective, and curative benefits of fruits and vegetables. I'm going to read it all sexy. What, look, what once looked like wishful thinking might soon become a prescription for sexual and reproductive health. Long paragraph later. Could watermelons help you make whoopee? Like tomatoes and pink grapefruit, watermelon is loaded with lycopene. lycopene. Well, obviously it's going to be sexual. It's got the word peen right in it. A powerful antioxidant widely recognized to protect against prostate cancer. When I think sexy, I think protective against prostate cancer. Man, is it just sex with a digit dropped? What the fuck? Why are you checking the... Who cares? What? Anyway, emerging evidence suggests that lycopene might also enhance male fertility. And let's not forget the fact that they said make whoopee in this paragraph. What the fuck are we doing? Are we on 1970s TV? Holy shit. Improvements in sperm concentration. This is on the fucking... This is a news article. Improvements... This isn't like a fucking... You click down the run article and now you're in the fucking down the rabbit hole online. This is an actual news article for an actual news news, news organization that reads the following. Improvements in sperm's concentration and motility were observed after 30 infertile study participants took part in a 30-day trial for lycopene supplementation. It appears, a long paragraph later, sorry, I was going to mention that. It appears another watermelon compound, the amino acid, citrulline, whatever, may function as a natural alternative to Viagra. Oh my God. So, uh, I don't know if I want to go here, but black people, it, they, they're known to have huge dicks, Right? That's that's a good thing. They're also racistly known to eat watermelons by by racist political cartoons back in the '30s. So there you go. There's some there's something you can tie together there. Figure it out. I'm not going to go there. I'm just saying. I wish I didn't say it now. It's not supposed to be racist. I should probably move on. With lycopene, while lycopene is found in the red flesh of the watermelon, oh, Jesus Christ. 
That's fucking creepy. This guy's getting really sexually into watermelon. Is this guy, is this the guy that drills holes in watermelons and fucks them? You goddamn weirdo. Uh, citrulline is most highly concentrated in the rind. Yeah. The, the behind rind. Yeah. With, with one, oh my God, with one pound ca- compound combating free radicals. Oh, it's getting like a fucking war thing going on. And the other fighting erectile dysfunction. <laughs> I'm a, we will march forward, watermelons, and fight the battle against the erectile dysfunction. We will win. Resistance is futile dysfunction. Yes, you will fall. March forward, men. Bring the sperm. Yes, there are, there, are, there are horses. We'll ride them into the white. Anyway, the two within the same fruit may work synergistically to promote male reproductive health. Who fucking cares? How long is this article? Oh, my God. Almost done. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, promotion of sexual health uh, goes hand in hand. <laughs> uh, uh, personally, my only sexual health and release that I get is hand in hand, hand in my hand. With prevention of sexually transmitted diseases. What? What? Well, but well, I thought they were saying the fruit helped that. They were just saying sexual, pr- sexual health. But while most sexual health campaigns focus on modifying sexual activity per se, very little is said about the role of diet in reducing the frequency and severity of STD outbreaks. Uh, so if I eat really well, I can just fuck discri- indiscriminately. Just whoever I fucking want. Just stick it in any warm hole. Don't even fucking care if it's attached to a person. Heat up that watermelon in the microwave. Just go at it. When you consider that low, lowered resistance can trigger attacks of certain STDs like genital herpes, it makes sense that immune-boosting foods might also help protect against violent eruptions. Ugh, ugh, viral eruptions. Jesus Christ. This guy, this guy keeps borderline, border, bordering between super fucking creepy fucking fruit to very product, provocative dialogue. His word is very, very strange. Uh, the red flesh of the watermelon makes me erupt. Ooh, it's like the most disgusting. It's like a you, you mix a fucking cookbook in with a romance novel. Some sad lady, some sad housewife who's in a sexless marriage reads. Anyway, new research suggests that eating veggies like broccoli may, may halt herpes flare-ups. Please stop telling people this. That's not true. A study done at Northeastern Ohio University College of Medicine, that's a long fucking college name, found that indole, three carbonyl, oh my God, a compound found in cruciferous, what? I don't know that word at all. Cruciferous veggies such as broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, and cabbage kept with herpes, kept the herpes virus in hibernation during lab experiments. Uh, How would you like to be put on that project? Uh, We're over here working on, uh, you know, sex and how great it is. Uh, Oh no. Oh no. Why are you bringing... Why are the people lined up with herpes? We're, we're feeding him fruit and vegetables? What the fuck are we doing here? Oh, oh God. Oh, we're, you want me to rub the broccoli on there? Oh, no. I will not drill a hole in this warm flesh of the watermelon. Oh, my God, sir. You are disgusting. I want to leave the Ohio University College of Medicine. Oh, my God. It's a mouthful. Uh, speaking of mouthfuls, lysine is another compound that may inhibit, inhibit herpes activities. This is article is all about herpes. Soybeans cooked in raw are a super source of lysine. Lima beans are also loaded. That didn't really go anywhere. Uh, while more than a million people acquire... Uh, while more than a million people acquire herpes annually, five, five times that number will become infected with human papilloma virus. Excuse me, I actually knew that word. Once again, prevention is the key to putting a cap on such stats, but given that HPV is considered the most common STD in the U, S, what, that was on a separate line, <laughs> it's, it's worth noting that these are already exposed to virus, people, for those ex- already exposed to the virus, diet, diet can make a difference. <laughs> I like that it says acquire herpes annually, like it's a fucking video game level up, like, woo, I acquired a, 
you know, the, the, the rare gun in Call of Duty. I acquired that after many, many years of playing the game. I finally acquired that achievement. I finally acquired my PhD in neuroscience. I finally acquired the girl of my dreams, the house of my dreams, everything of my dreams. I finally fucked everybody and acquired that herpes level up. Oh, man, I finally got it. Acquired, again, has, uh, it sounds like a good thing. Sounds like you won something. I know something going on in this fucking valley. Anyway, women who eat the most veggies are 50% less likely to have persistent HPV infections, which reduces the risk of cervical cancer and infertility. So it fixes your uh, prostate and your service. Service? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just going to say it. I'm, just gonna, I'm not even going to fix it. I'm just going just gonna, to just gonna leave it out there and uh, leave that slip up out there. Uh, not, your, not your cervix, your service. Yep. Well, vegetables are more productive than other fruits and vegetables. Lycopene-rich foods like tomatoes and watermelons have the highest benefit. I'm beginning to go back to the fucking watermelons. In keeping with the subject of diet and health, low-carb diets can reduce a woman's chances of becoming pregnant. What? Animal studies that conducted at Colorado Center for Reproductive Medicine found that even moderately high, in quotes, protein diet could prevent an embryo from attaching to the wall of the womb or hinder its early development. Are they just fucking blasting loads up lady and then seeing what happens under a microscope? Jesus Christ. What the hell's going on at this school? What's going on in Colorado? That's a fun... That really makes up for your... When you left Ohio, at that one fucking place where you're just rubbing broccoli and, a, and someone's herpes outbreak. Now you're going over here and blasting loads up of patients and just monitoring your... See if they get pregnant or not. Feeding them fucking high grains and, or low carbs, I guess it says. Never mind. So uh, let's move it on. So through... Though research... Oh, my God. I'm starting to, like, go cross-eyed. I'm staring at this page so long. Uh... Though research, though th though further research will be needed to show the same effect may be responsible for fertility independence among humans, the findings suggest that women's protein intake could less than twenty percent overall calorie consumption during efforts to save. Moreover, given the role of folic acid in preventing new uh, neural tube defects, folate-rich foods, fruits and veggies uh, should be first on the menu of all mothers to be. So, if you want to be a mom, go ahead and eat that 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 fucking red flesh of the watermelon oh, after after doctor fucking. Watermelon dick gets, gets done with it. And you can drink out of it, too, like a coconut. Yeah, picture that. It's fucking disgusting, isn't it? I might have just said the most disgusting thing I'll ever say in this show or any show. Because I can picture it now, and it's not coconut. It's not coconut water. It's Nope, it's something else. It's the creepy doctor. Yep. Okay, need to get that, need to get that out of my mind. Um, anyway, this is a special edition episode of LAW, The Twilight Zone Review. It'll probably never happen again. I wanted to go solo because I, I don't know if I could read these because Frank, if I try to read articles with Frank, he just can't stop laughing and it's very, very difficult for him to get through it. So I just decided to go off on my own and do this thing and it's kind of a surprise for him. So when he listens to it, he'll be like, what the fuck? We did it. He did an episode. What the shit's this? And it'll explode on me and uh, he'll erupt like, like the watermelon makes him erupt. Mmm, that red flesh of that watermelon really makes me erupt. Ugh, fucking disgusting, gross. Ugh. Anyway, uh, uh, Simi Valley, I almost said onion, because it really is the onion. Acorn, Simi Valley Acorn, you're fucking insane. You have the most insane writers. You need to learn how to use templates and, and not how to space every fucking sentence with a fucking three and a half inches of, of white, of just snowy, like the movie Fargo. If you put each road is a line, it's so goddamn weird. I don't know what I'm even describing anymore. It is so, so goddamn strange. It's a, it's a, I don't know, on my, on my page, it's probably a 14 inch article, but only 
three inches of it are writing, and the rest of it's just vast whiteness, just the fucking tundra between these things. It's so goddamn strange. Anyway, um, go check out us on Twitter, and by us I mean this show, uh, LAW the TZ Review. Um, I'll pitch Frank. He's not here, but I'll, I'll go ahead and double L N K Z on Twitter. I'm Phoenix West on Twitter. Red Dragons Radio for him. LAW Studios for me. Learning Wonderland on YouTube for me also. Go check all that shit out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, please shoot a response. Uh, if you work for the Acorn, let me know what's up. I think I can write for you better than Michael can at least. Uh, obviously, I can write better than Michael. I mean, uh, fucking negative Nancy over there. Well, not anymore. That genius with his 14-year-old fucking serial killer in his home, just fucking watching him sleep. Sure as shit, watching him sleep with those slippers on. He's going to slip in there, Michael. Watch out, Michael. Watch out, Michael.